Hello there, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 49 of the Good Hang podcast. I am flying solo today. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be me, Nathan. Uh, John is currently in New York City. Uh, he was very missed during this episode, but um, we I, I, I sat down with Andrew Mark Ong. He stars in Pandemonium's Falling, coming to you, if you're listening to this, the day it comes out, starting this weekend. Um, check that show out. It's going to be fantastic. So uh, throughout this episode, we talk about the show. We talk about him preparing for the role of uh, an autistic child. And it was just fascinating, like, really getting into that. We also talk about um, <laughs> silly cartoon voices. So a good section of this podcast is just us doing stupid voices. So have fun, people in the bus. <laughs> um, after which, um, we just... I can't even remember like half the shit we talked about because we didn't go with segments today. I think at some point we were talking about dumb radio commercials and how they're just all the worst things ever. And uh, we topped things off with a scary army ghost story. Ooh. So yeah, guys, enjoy this episode um, with Andrew Mark Ong. It's uh, one-on-one for today. John, get home safely from New York City. And we'll see you guys next episode. For episode 50. Oh my god. Have a good hang, guys. Oh, you got your own water. I do. Well, I, I, more water is always a good thing. Yeah, I brought I you like some. To have. I brought you some fancy water. Is it, um. It's Evian. Evian. Oh gosh, this is so fun. Let's read the French stuff. It's Evian. Evian. Des Alpes Francesis. <laughs> if you have a bottle of Evian with you right now, read along with us. Because, you know, that's a that's a Evian fun France. sound journey. Not to be reused. Production date, DD. M-M-Y-Y. DD! Everybody loves DD. It's the best day of the year. I love D in my D. <laughs> I love to have Ds in my D. Ds in the Ds. Store in a clean, cool, dry place away from light. Mineral composition. Yeah, that's science stuff. I can't read that. That's science. There's science, dude. There's calcium, bicarbonates. There's calcium in this? Magnesium, sulfates, chlorides. So it's not natural, then. It's It's got chemicals in it. Well, I mean, maybe the chemicals are natural. Maybe these are minerals. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I forget that's what minerals are. Yeah. (laughs) That's what minerals are. Um, Minerals have all kinds of like things compositions. Yes, compositions, exactly. Oh, um, you can put on headphones if you wish. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Are we you, recording? We are recording. Jesus Christ, we are recording. <laughs> that's how. Idea. That's how we do here. We we want to make sure that um, this is as an yeah. off of a guard conversation as possible. That's because you yeah. know I I think people really appreciate that shit like. When you're not in an interview mode, like, yeah. oh, yes, I'm doing a show. And it's yeah, coming that's, out and you know, I never really, I don't even know how to do that. And um, <laughs> I'm working on my new album and um, it's going to be great. Uh, so look out for that. Follow me on Instagram. This at, is dropping soon. Yes, follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat <laughs> and WeChat and QQ and uh, see ya. Way yeah, ball. it's not that kind of show. Yeah, way yeah. Ball. Way yeah. Ball. It's not that kind of show, man. We want to make sure we, we, we talk. We really talk. Yep. And um, I'm going to be honest, today's a little bit scary for me because I'm flying solo for... The yeah. F- completely solo for the first time. This is usually a 
John Cancio and Nathan Hartono production. Yeah. But currently, it is just going to be me. Um, so I feel very naked. I don't have the funnier second other half of me. Hi, John. If you're in New York right now, let's, yeah. you know, this is a shout out to John. Shout out. Shout out to John. Yeah. So I feel very... So guys, don't expect this to be a funny one. It's probably not going to be that funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be morbidly depressing. It's going to be very depressing. I'm going to talk about um, people that have lost their feet. Oh man! Both feet, you know, so that's tough. Just stubby. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, you can get mechanical feet though, mm. like uh, Iron Man or something. Ooh, and you could fly. Like could Don fly. Cheadle. Like Don Cheadle, yeah, like exactly. Don Cheadle. Spoiler War alert. Oh, spoiler alert. Don Cheadle's a cripple. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't actually seen any of those. Civil War. You haven't seen Civil War. I haven't War? seen Civil War. Ooh. I haven't seen Batman versus Superman. I haven't, seen, have, I haven't seen anything. You're gonna have a good time in both. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why haven't you had time to see anything? I don't know. I've just been, you know, we've just been doing rehearsals every day, and yeah. it just hasn't been time, you know. Yeah. But I would love to. I mean, I would love to. I, I've been hearing so much about Batman versus Superman, and all these. They're kind of both. I would like to say that they're both important movies. Yeah. I don't want to say which one's good, which one's bad. Although I'm sure you've heard enough. Yeah. But I think it's inarguable that both are important because mm-hmm. in terms of cinema history and where pop culture is headed, with yeah. all like the saturation of superhero movies and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. This time where both movies are coming out basically weeks apart from each other um it, it shows a significant shift people will read yeah. about this in the books one day for you know? sure man i mean they're both ultimately very stupid you know i mean it's just <laughs> yeah. people in costumes fighting each yeah. other there's no true meaning but you know but it's the comic book age i mean it's yeah, where all man. these movies are coming out it makes me wonder when is it gonna end like yeah. what's the next thing is yeah, it going to be... Like, what's the next thing? You know, because for a while it was like, oh, spy movies were yeah. the big thing. Everyone's making a spy yeah, movie. Yeah, then yeah. it's rom-coms. Then it's teen dramas. Yeah. Like, then it was vampires for a while yeah. even. Zombies too. For I mean, zombies, zombies have always been yeah. around. Yeah. They, yeah. they were... They, they've seen a resurgence. They have, they've come dead. back from yeah. the dead. <laughs> the zombie trend the has come back from the dead. come back. Yes. Um, it's a zombie trend. It's a, zombieing, it's a zombifying zombie trend. Um, and... Uh, it's, I'm just so curious to see what is the next big. But it could be like video games or something. Really? You know, I mean, like there's Angry Bird the movie coming out, Ooh. and there's like Pac-Man, I think, as well. That of... is interesting because yeah. video games are getting more and more plot-driven. Yeah, so exactly. So there's like Uncharted. Yeah. There's like Assassin's Creed. Actually, both both things are things that they're making. Yeah, they're making Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed yeah, they are making the movie. I and just saw a still from it. Today. And they're making the Uncharted movie as well. Yeah. I'm sure The Last of Us is going to be made into a movie. Yeah. And that's going to be a good one. I mean, The Last oh. of Us is a really good story. Speaking about yeah. Naughty Dog and their naughty games. Yeah. Um, guess who's going to the launch of Uncharted 4 tonight? No way. Yeah. But it's going to be late. Uh, I, All have, right, I have a yeah. bunch of shit to do in between. And I'm going to show up late and <laughs> pick up pick up the game. It's a midnight launch. So, okay. Yeah. All right. It's a midnight launch. and You're going to come back and play some of that? Yeah, man. Naughty Dog makes a good game. Yeah, man. Naughty Dog makes a good game. How are you? How are, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Andrew, it's... I forgot to introduce you. <laughs> I'm a shit Oh yeah, host. we haven't, I haven't... Hey everybody! Hey Welcome. guys! Hey everybody! Welcome to episode 49 of the Good Hang Podcast. Episode 49. 49. Episode 7 square. Yeah. it's a good number. That's a, very, that's a good jingle too. <laughs> for 49, for the number 49? For the number 49. 7 yeah. square. Yeah. <laughs> 49. Um, uh, yes, welcome to the episode 49 edition of episode 49. The 49th and edition of the episode 49. <laughs> the 49th the 48th edition. Tri- we tried this 48 <laughs> times and we fucked up. This is our 49th tri- so, time trial. You know, we can't 
screw it up now because we've done it so many times. We've already. done it so many times. It's got to be perfect. Yeah, so guys, welcome to episode 50 of... Ah, oh, oh, fuck! Jesus! Damn man. it! 49! Damn it! 40. Alright, retake. Take 50. Take 50. Hey, 50 easy. Everyone knows All 50. Right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 49 of Good Hang Podcast. And with me is, um, you know... Just, just a good dude that you've been I'm listening to. Dude. He's a, he's a good dude, and he knows that. And I think that's an important thing to do to Definitely. know yourself. All right. So uh, we have Andrew Mark Ong. He is an actor. Hey. He is a musician, he, and he is just a a good hang. Thus, him yes, being on the I'm show. On the good hang podcast. Thus, you are on the good hang yeah. podcast. We don't have bad hangs here. Yeah. Man. Never a bad hang. Never a bad Always hang. Always a good hang. If we're going to invite somebody, we're going to make sure that we have a good fucking hang. All right. You know that? Hmm? That's great. I've been watching so much Bob Bur- Bob's Burgers. So like... <laughs> you just have their voices in your <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Right. oh, right. um, oh I love Oh, my God, Tina. Hates John <laughs> Benjamin's voice. Yeah. The, he voices Bob and he also voices Archer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like it, it, no way, he voices Archer. Yeah, like listen to them in your head what? right now. Listen to them in your head. Oh my god! Right? Yeah, you're right. You're hey, right. Hey, Tina. Oh, I, I don't know how to do his voice, but they sound the same. And um, there's even a gag in Archer where Bob's yeah. Burgers appears in one of the seasons. No way. Yeah, um, that's fun. Yeah, he's a good voice. Yeah, man. But yeah, we have Andrew Markong. Uh, he he does things in the arts. Things. You might have seen him in certain local theater plays or musicals. Most recently, seen in The Emperor's New Clothes the by Emperor, Wild Rice. The Emperor. And Stuck he will be seen once again. He, his face shall be unveiled in the public eye once again uh, for for um, falling, falling, yeah. falling. Damn falling. it, falling, falling by Pandemonium Theater uh, that is going to start on this the, Friday, 13th. on the thirteenth of May. Previews yep. begin, yep. and it runs until the twenty seventh. <laughs> The fifth of June. I, I didn't know. I think I'm. I'm pretty sure. I, I may no be research. wrong, but um, we'll correct this. Uh, you're more right than me. I did no research. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is in falling. Neither did I. <laughs> he is in Pandemonium Productions. Falling. Yeah. Um, guys, by the time I mean this episode's coming out like two days before it opens, so yeah. you you have no excuse to not get tickets. Yeah. They're doing it like a whole bunch of times, and you can show up for any one of them. That's you could. We're in the like, future. It's. A lot of shows, yeah, man. So you could just show up for one of them. Just show up for one of them, and then bam, you've already be- been there. It's like yeah, the, yeah, it's yeah. like the future, and it it's it's like a movie, except if you threw things at the performance area, they will interact as such. They would. If you threw a banana on stage, I would mm. have to peel it. Mm. If you threw something, you know, I would have to. Interact. And then comically slip on it. Yeah, you know, and then you fall. Exactly. Um, yes. It's all so part guys. Of Tickets to to falling can be found on Cystic. cystic. Just Google Cystic falling, and you'll yeah. that's the first thing falling that comes cystic. up. Cystic, cystic falling. Yes, um, and guys, I haven't seen the show. I don't know what it's about, but I will attest to anything that Tracy and Adrian Pang do yep, in the theater for sure, man. Because they are magicians. They're able to make people <laughs> yeah. work in a way that is just beautiful. Yeah. And it can be seen both behind and on stage. And um, we're going to find out more about what falling is uh, as this yeah. episode goes on. Uh, but just trust me on this, man. You're going to want to be there. I'm going to be there. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. It's, gonna be a it's, good gonna show. Be a, it's, it's really, it's one of those stories that I think, <clears throat> you know, you leave the theater and you go, wow. Oh, didn't expect that oh, like, blew you know. my dick off <laughs> yeah. it's a really nice story so yeah. it's it's definitely worth 
What, what is falling about? Falling is actually about um, what revol- revolves around the life of this 18-year-old boy who mm-hmm. has severe, who is on the severe end of the autism spectrum. Yeah. So um, it's basically about how the way his family has to deal with that, and it's just different points of view, you know, right. from everyone. And it's just it's a, an incredible story, and it's based yeah. on a true story. The, oh, okay. the playwright who wrote it, Deanna Gent, she her son also has autism. Mm. So, um, you know, everything, there are a lot of similarities between the main character and her son. So right. it's based on a truth. But the thing about autism is that no two people are alike. Right. You know, that everyone's unique and individual in their own way. It's, it's, it's mental health, you know, it has yeah. to do with the brain. And yeah. the brain is such a complicated machine mm-hmm. that it's like, um, it's so hard to discern like you can't quite go like, oh, this person did this, meaning he's that. Yeah. The symptoms don't match up with the pre- pre- yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, prescription sometimes. Absolutely. Damn. But it's it's fun. I mean, it's an it's an intense play. You're you're playing the eighteen year old. I'm playing. Boy. Yeah, I'm playing the eighteen year old autist, the boy with autism, and it's yeah. it's just it's been intense, but at the same time, very easy. Yeah. And I, I I don't know. I've never felt that before. Where it's you know I I have such a daunting task ahead, but everything is just there you know everything is already just waiting for you to go and artistically manipulate and you know make your own and stuff so yeah. it's the material is all there the research was there we spent lots of time researching about you know autism and about visit we we, had, we visited some autism centers and everything right so we really did our research very huh. well and, and we we spoke with a lot of families as well i spent like a few sessions just watching Watching some of these kids with autism interact with their environment yeah, yeah, in the yeah. classroom and everything. Yeah. Yeah, man, it was cool. Did you know anyone with autism beforehand? Um, I have, yeah, one of my friend's siblings has right. autism. Actually, it's a pretty common thing. I can't remember the exact fairly, statistics, yeah. but it's fairly common. It's and fairly common in varying degrees. The, yeah. The more severe end of it might be um, a lot more rare, but yeah. you'll be surprised how many people that you might know that mm-hmm. could cost, possibly be just undiagnosed yeah. um, autistics. Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's not a very obvious kind of yeah. mental condition. It's yeah. not like you take one look at a person and you go, wow, yeah, that's it. Yeah. But, you know, you just, it, it's the subtle things. And it, it, like I said, it varies, right, between person to person. But it depends on how, on where you fall in the autism spectrum yeah. and, you know, the kind of symptoms that, that you get. It's yeah. just, it's different all the time. Yeah. So you, it, it could just pass off as this guy is, yeah, yeah. this guy appears different and he just doesn't look or speak very normally. Mm. You can't really pinpoint what it yeah. is, but most of the time it's because they, they have, I mean, you know, but, some but, sort of. But the thing is like the, the earlier forms of autism, they're treatable at yeah. an earlier age. Because like, yeah. I actually grew up with a cousin, a kid cousin. Um, how old is he this year? He, I believe he's fourteen this year. Mm-hmm. But I, I've I've grown up with him since he was a little witty baby, <laughs> wee baby, a wee little autistic baby. <laughs> Just doesn't know what to do with himself. Yeah, he's like every day he wakes up, he's like, uh, don't uh, really know what to do. You know, uh, what's what's all this now? What's all this now? Not really sure what's going on then. Oh, it's all just weird, isn't it? Give me some, give me some, give me some milk, please. <laughs> don't really know what else to do with myself. Just like little, little some milk, yeah. Some milk to, to, to ease the, the little autism. Yeah. Maybe some chips too or something. Oh, you know? yeah. I milk like and that. chips. I like cookies and stuff. I like them chips. I like but cookies. Because that's, that's, yeah. that's, what, that's what British people eat, see? That's, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what they eat, yeah. Chip, chips and milk. Chips and milk, yeah. We it's all like think, uh, we, you can order it at a bar, you know? Everyone thinks it's fish and chips, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's chips and milk. Chips and milk, guys. Yeah. 
it's just the best way to go. It's the best way to Especially go. if you've got a drinking problem. Ooh. The milk just settles that down. Yeah. You've got yeah, chips yeah. and milk. Yeah, so I grew up with an autistic uh, cousin. Yes. He was younger. <laughs> and um, from from very early on, it was so unidentifiable because, mm-hmm. you, it, 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 there, as you said, there's subtle things. He just yeah. wouldn't really talk to people. Um, he'd wander off by himself. Yeah. Just kind of very... But yeah. he, he wasn't a loner. He just kind of would wander off because mm-hmm, he just mm-hmm. disappears into his own mind sometimes. Yeah. He wouldn't speak too much. Um, generally, just very awkward, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, because um, it's difficult for them to pick up social cues. Exactly. It's but it's also very difficult for their parents to figure it out. It yeah. took them a while to figure out maybe my kid is autistic. Yeah. And he was sent in for speech therapy because mm-hmm. the main problem was that he wasn't speaking. Mm. Like to most people. So he went for speech therapy. And man, today he can't shut up. <laughs> you know, he he's, he talks normally, yeah. he, he speaks... He, I mean, there's still the social awkwardness, and he's generally just not very sure how to deal with people. Yeah. That's the impression I'm getting, at least. And mm-hmm. he doesn't know when he's being rude or when he's being, like, uh, impolite. Yeah. Um, sure. But he, for the most part, he functions um, pretty... On the on the radar, you know, mm-hmm. like, with, with everybody. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I mean, I, there are a lot of people, actually, with, with autism who are actually, like, really, yeah. really smart. Yeah. You know, like oh, Temple Grandin, pl- plenty of them who are actually just really savants. Really, yeah, savants. Yeah. yeah, like you could, you know, like Rain Man and stuff. It's just, it's cool, man. Yeah. And it's, it is kind of like a superpower if you think about it. I mean, like, autism itself is, is, it's a very sensory thing. What is the definition of autism? I don't think I know. I don't think I remember. Like, like is there a quantifiable <laughs> thing that, like, oh, the brain leaf blank word here, and that mm. causes autism? I, I think it's a. That I could be very wrong, but I think it's it, it's like a developmental thing, right? Um, and because it makes you very sensitive to stimulants, mm. so sounds especially. I mean, like okay. I, I would imagine it, like um, a fan right. blowing really far away right, can right. can you know you you don't notice it, but but people with autism can hear it. Like, it's like it's, it's like right it's like there. being Spider Man. Exactly. Yeah, your it's like having tuned up yeah, a little or bit. like Daredevil. You know, everything yeah, just yeah, goes yeah. like boom, and you can hear everything. Sonic vision. Sonic vision and stuff, and it's which is really cool because I mean, going in uh, to the autism center, it you know a lot of them walking around with yeah. headphones, like noise cancellation headphone things, right, right, right. because they just can't take the noise around them. So that's why they wear those. Yeah, that's why they wear those because it's it, like every it, time it I does... look at that, it's like, did they just think they look cool, you know, and th- their parents can't <laughs> yeah. tell them otherwise? Yeah, okay, understood. <laughs> yeah, it's for them to block out the noise Damn. of everything. So it's really it's it's just cool, man. They, are, they are like superheroes in a way. How are the home visits? Um, like are there are there care centers or are they like yeah well there I mean we we didn't visit homes but the the families did come to see us in pandemonium we, oh, you know, we talked okay, to them okay, and stuff okay, okay. so we didn't actually go to their houses because I mean, so it's just parents with autistic children yeah just the parents who we spoke to because it's difficult to introduce new people to yes. autistic people yeah. because you know it's they're really afraid of unfamiliarity. It, it goes both ways. Sometimes they're yeah. over friendly and, yeah, sometimes and sometimes they're just they're like completely... they'll stand ten feet yeah. away from you. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes Absolutely they just depends. don't know personal barriers. Yep. They're like, Absolutely. hey, touch my pee. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't want yeah, actually, one of the kids in the autism center, when me and King Hua were inside one of the rooms, yeah. and uh, this kid came straight up to us and just started smelling us. Oh. And I was really, I was tickled by it. I was like, wow, that's cool. And he was just sniffing me, and then he went to sniff King Hua, and then King Hua just went like, she froze for a bit because she didn't expect it. Yeah, she yeah. didn't see it coming. And then she just, um, you know, she got a bit uncomfortable. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but I mean, she was cool with it. She understood. Yeah, yeah. But it was just, I mean, it can be shocking sometimes for someone to go up to you and just 
go right up to your face and say hi can yeah. i you know can i smell you for a bit i wonder if that's like a social thing where he thinks like oh smelling someone is normal yeah or is it a mental thing where because of the uh the way autism affects mm-hmm. his brain that maybe he relates smell to knowing yeah. somebody yeah. you yeah. know maybe his brain is just that's how it works exactly now. i mean like the i mean my character in falling he's really sensitive to the touch of plastic for some reason so he right. loves the touch of plastic he loves feathers and marbles oh, you know th- like things with tactile, lots of texture and yeah. that you can feel and, and hold yeah. and he likes to just drop them from a certain height to watch <laughs> them fall and bounce around and just goes like he just goes nuts because yeah. it's so fun and um, it is, I mean it is a pretty it fun, is, it's, right? it's a pretty fun you know, here's fun the crazy thing, thing I mean like I the more that I get to know this character the more I kind of see a lot of myself in him you know, like the things- I, I think I, I don't think that's just you, man. Yeah, I think, I'm sure. It- I think a lot of like I think what autism does sometimes is that it it boils a person down to yeah. their most base instincts. Yeah, it does. Into yeah. their most base they instincts and their really most raw human beings. and their most yeah, base they're- pleasures. Yeah, and like me listening to that little story about your character being interested in just things falling. Yeah. and like watching them, like man, I think all of us <laughs> find a bit of joy in that. Yeah, for it's sure. It's just that we've we're, we've built in so many filters and yeah, barriers, exactly. and like we've basically manicured our our personalities exactly. and I th- our desires. I, I think that's what it is. I mean, yeah. if you ask me personally, it feels like a very social disease. Yeah, but like, but a small uh, kid inside of me like laughs when i hear yeah. about like playing with a fucking feather dude <laughs> yeah. i can do that all day if, it's fun if, if man i get a whole i get me. a whole box of them to, to play with it's it's fun <sighs> and you know it's just i mean being becoming the character is so fun i feel like i'm two or something yeah. you know i just go around and, and i fuck shit up you know i just fuck do whatever i can i can walk over to a chair flip it over and yeah. my you know my because life because life doesn't expect anything out of you yeah for better or for worse exactly so you know you're pretty much free to do what you want yeah you know you and me people expect us to show up at work <laughs> they expect us to get things done yeah. if we said we're gonna pick you up at five they expect it for us to be there at five yeah no one's asking anything from someone yeah. with like that level of autism exactly. he can, he's free to be and do whatever the fuck he wants exactly and that's another thing like they are really lost in their own worlds i yeah. mean it's it's fun seeing them interact with with the environment like when we went into the canteen um there was this <clears throat> guy who uh, who came up to us straight away from he, he was sitting somewhere at the table far at the back and he just walked straight up to us and i i thought it was part of the program because yeah. he just he put his hands in front of him like a like a news presenter uh, yeah. or something and he started saying like welcome to the canteen and then he then he would like say something that you couldn't understand and then he'd yeah. just go on but he would just keep saying that over and over again and we thought wow that's pretty cool yeah you know like we, we we get a welcome and then the guy tells us that no he just does this whenever someone comes in <laughs> you know so it's that kind of thing like they're just so lost in their own worlds and it's so fun sometimes hey man, to, they're not lost in their own worlds they're lost yeah, in man. our world yeah man we're lost in our own worlds. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. headphones on all day <laughs> like looking at our fucking screens we are lost exactly. in our own worlds they're the only ones out there experiencing the world exactly as it, as is. it is yeah we're just we have so many barriers over it you know and it's i mean it's a beautiful fucking thing man. yeah man then and it's it's you can tell that they enjoy being in that space in their own space a yeah. lot which is what i love mm. you know and 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 my character loves to obsess over music and cartoons right right? because he's constantly um reciting lines from the movie tarzan from the movie george of the jungle and he's always singing a theme song of um, thomas the tank engine so you know he's always got these things going on in his head and i thought to myself like that's me (laughs) half the time you know whenever i go anywhere i always have music on or if i don't have music on i'm singing something in my head there's always something going on in my head and i think that happens with a lot of people you know people generally aren't blank unless you are you know, so stressed out from work and then you're yeah. taking the bus, you just zone out or something. But like yeah. most of the time we have things going on in our heads 
and it's just I mean for a person with autism it's just more intense yeah they're not afraid they're not afraid afraid to to show it to show it and reach out into that part of themselves Mm -hmm. man it's fascinating man it's cool man I mean this thing is teaching me a lot Mm. yeah like how because I've worked with Pangdemonium in two separate productions yeah and I've always said that working with them does not feel like um it doesn't come with it the pressures you expect it mm-hmm. to come with. You know, yeah. you think, oh my God, I'm working with Adrian and Tracy Pang, like theater right. practitioners, actors of years and years and years. Years and of worked, experience. And they've and worked with the best. Yeah. They've worked with the <laughs> best, you know, and now they got fucking me. Right. Like, I need to either... What am pull, I supposed yeah, to do? Like, <laughs> I need to either pull my weight or just transform into a different person. <laughs> yeah. I need to transform into Leia Salama right now. <laughs> Or I'm basically useless. <laughs> um, but no, man, you step in there and like they welcome you into the yep. most humbling yeah. process that you've ever been through. That is... Not just as an yeah. actor, but as like an artist, mm-hmm. as a human being. Mm-hmm. The amount of growth that you go through through a rehearsal process with yeah. them. It's been incredible. I mean, from the first day of rehearsals, it was just... I mean, I was so terrified. Yeah. Right, going in there, I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Am I going to... Yeah. And there's some heavy hitters in this cast. Yeah, man. There's, I mean, the rest of the cast, in case you guys didn't know, is like New Sweden, Tan yeah. King Hua, Adrian, yeah. and Fiona. You know, yeah. she recently graduated from Soda, and she's great too. Fiona Sia. <laughs> no, it's Fiona, Fiona Lim, actually. Oh, I'm not coming anymore then. I thought oh, Fiona yeah, Sia. you thought it was Fiona Sia. Well, yeah. too bad. I thought, you know, it was going to be about her and just falling in slow motion. <laughs> and like... But, like on a trampoline and exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Falling off the trampoline, um, but no, the the this this entire process has been really really amazing. Yeah, and it's oh, felt. There's, there's my doggy. Yeah, that's Nikki right there. I'm just gonna ignore her. Yeah, <laughs> you guys should ignore her too. Yeah, just don't don't mind the dog. Yeah, I didn't even hear the dog. No, because my mic is facing the door. Science. Mm, sound Science, travels man. in straight lines and Physics bounces and off and solid bounces. objects. That's why you know because these have holes in it. Yeah. These walls. Yeah. So they kind of they absorb the sound. They absorb. They reflect it. They reflect it in more directions and it yes. dissipates into more directions. Science, ladies and gentlemen. That's how it works. Science of yeah. music. Yeah. There That's why, know. like, if you step into, like, a bathroom, the reason why it's so echoey and reverby is because most surfaces in the bathroom are completely flat, like mm-hmm. marble. Mm-hmm. So it only has one direction to bounce off of. So, it, only, so, so it dissipates in a much larger volume. Yeah. Thus, it makes you sound bigger and you sing in a bathroom and it sounds better. But when oh, you're that's in, like, why. Yeah. But when you're in a room with a carpet, <laughs> um, the carpet absorbs the sound. Well, it doesn't really absorb. It just reflects the sound in so many more different angles mm-hmm. that it dissipates and mm-hmm. it divides into less and less and less. So yeah. you get less sound overall and you just get like a very flat reality of what you sound like. Damn. Much like how we're listening to ourselves talk right now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. It's a very dry sound. It is. Yeah. I can tell. Yeah. And my voice is weird anyway. It's got this weird husky thing. Going yeah, on. it's got a weird, where'd you get the husk from? I don't know. It's always been You've kind of spoken like this since I've known you. Yeah. I mean, much. since I was like five, I think my voice has always <laughs> been like that. And the thing is, I, I remember Just eating once, cigarettes and gravel. <laughs> That's what you have for lunch. And stuff, yeah, man. I was that kind of fat kid. I ate everything, yeah. even the things on the ground. Um, but no, I, like from a very young age, my voice has been like that. Yeah. And I remember going back. I visited my primary school just like a few years ago, and I met one of my primary school teachers. And he yeah. was like, "Hey, Andrew," and I was like, "Hey, Mr. Kumar, how are you doing?" Yeah. And he was like, "Wow, your voice hasn't changed." Uh-huh. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so when yeah. you're okay, you say, "Hey, Mister Kim." Yeah, it was just like before <laughs> puberty, and I swear, before my voice broke, my voice was this high. Every time I spoke to anyone on the phone, people would think I'm a girl or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, same sad. here, same here, man. It's sad. Same here, and like 
I remember as a kid, like whenever like Singtel or the telemarketers were calling <laughs> shit, and this was like before the times that numbers had sixes in front of them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking old school, old school Singapore. Yeah, Some yeah. of our listeners weren't even born yet. Yeah. Um, where like I would answer the phone and be like, "Oh, hi, ma'am. Is your um, <laughs> is your husband in or something like that? Or hi, exactly. ma'am. Is your mother in or something like that?" Exactly. And like as a young boy, you don't understand that you sound like a girl. Yeah. Because you know you're a boy. You know it. And you know you sound different from the girls. Yeah. But not that different. <laughs> you still not, not different enough yes. to be like to the outside to the outside telephone yeah. using world. You you're know, a girl. Yeah. Yes, you're a girl. Pretty much. I remember just being so confused. Like, yeah. why do people keep saying? <laughs> why do people keep saying? Oh, is it because I sound like a woman? Is it because my voice is a little bit higher, and yes. then everyone just thinks? And that. I became really self conscious. Yeah, so exactly. It's yeah. like, can I have one uh, pizza with uh, pepperoni <laughs> on it? Oh, sure thing, man. Uh, there will be fourteen. And I'm like. Mm. <laughs> I'm not a woman. Yeah, I remember going through a really weird time because around the time I started singing was yeah. around the time my voice was changing. Uh, it was a weird time. So yeah, I basically yeah. started like performing in public when I was 14. Yeah. And that's like ripe age for voice breakage. Yeah. You know. How I mean, how was dealing that? Like, I mean, it was weird. It was really yeah. strange. Like every day, like every performance is like, oh, it's this Nathan now. Oh nope, it's <laughs> it's still it's still child Nathan. Oh no, it's it's Nathan <laughs> wanting to be an adult. You know, so it changes every single day, and you gotta adjust your voice. Like you know, your key and your range keeps mm-hmm. changing because your voice is just going insane. Yeah, yeah. I hear you, man. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I mean, that's what it felt like. And then eventually, my voice just became like this weird mess. Yeah, and now. I can do things like that, oh, that's a good and it just doesn't that's really good, doesn't hurt my voice at all. That's a good voice, which is strange. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my mic is fucking. Uh, up. The mic is the mic. My mic keeps falling. That's a good. Fucking, uh, that's a good voice, man. That's a promo because it's falling. That's that's a little bit yeah. of a plug. I, I hit a plug. <laughs> yeah. I hit a plug in a coincidence. Ta-da. Ta-da. It is a, it is a fun voice, and it's it's. I've always wanted to use it somewhere, like on. I don't know anywhere like on you need to do no 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 tell you what this is for this is a voice this is what we in the biz call voiceover trick and you want to use it because it's so specific Mm -hmm. and I think it would best suit a cartoon kitten yes just imagine a little kitten just like coming out of it's it's it's, it's little like basket Oh, look at a little kitty. Look at a little kitty with his little tiny whiskers. Where's my feather? Oh, my goodness. I want my feather toy. Oh, Lord. Get me my damn feather toy, man. Oh. Stop standing there looking like some fool. <laughs> exactly, that's the man. perfect That's the perfect. That's gold. For that's kitten. gold yep. for a kitten. Like, If there's um, anyone out there who wants to do a TV show, let me just let me, this is yeah, put man. another pitch out there. If yeah. you guys need a kitten voice. Yep, please look for me. Contract. 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 Contact. <laughs> contract Mark is good, Ong. too. Send a contract to Andrew Markong. <laughs> Just mail it over and mm. I'll have a look at it and mm. we'll do a kitten voice thing. Damn. I like I like voices. I, like every every once in a while, like when I'm just like taking a shit or something yeah. or just like um, driving. Yeah. I tell myself, man, I, I make a pretty decent voice artist. Yeah. I, I think I could do some pretty interesting voices. Exactly. Like yeah. like shoot, shoot me like a like a like a, ca- a cartoony voice or like, you know, like a video game voice. Like, um, I like doing cartoons and I mean, I always thought that it'd be fun for me to do like a cartoons or something, you know, just that kind of, that kind of stupidity in the voice. It's fun, man. <laughs> That's a good voice. And it's, it's fun. I mean, I, you know, you see a lot of, a lot of cartoons these days use, they double up, you know, yeah. a lot of actors play multiple characters like yeah. the Simpsons or Rick and Morty, you know, yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah, two yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. And like, 
that'd be so much fun to do. Was that an impression of something? I no, it wasn't. I, it was it. Just, I mean, it's just random. That's a good voice. Random voices. Every once in a while, I like to play with like a like a cowboy voice, you know? Like, yeah. Like something a little raspy in the voice, you know? He, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't really speak. He just kind of whispers. He kind of whispers in the wind. Like every character from Walking Dead. Yeah. And he's they just, just whisper. He just comes up behind you on a horse, you know? Gonna, sh- just, gonna shoot your head off. And he goes up to your ear and he says, I like your potatoes. I like your potatoes, boy. Can I have a potato? I like the way you're mashing them potatoes, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. That's the kind of shit yeah. I do when I'm like, you know, <laughs> driving by myself yeah, or taking yeah. a shit. I'm I, like, I do the same. I have conversations. I'd, I'd be a good yeah. voiceover artist. Like, hire me for shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, guys. What's yeah. up with not hiring voice artists nowadays? We need more interesting voices. We need more. We need crazy voices around. We need more interesting voices. I'll tell you the time I was talking to somebody about an interesting voice. You were talking? I can't remember now. Were you were you were you, were you talking or talking? kind of think I was doing both at the same time. I hear kids do very interesting things with the twerking these days. I can't understand it. It doesn't seem right to me. Oh, no. Suddenly, I'm from Texas. <laughs> yes. I, just, I don't know, you know. Yeah. He came from New York, <laughs> but he ended up in Texas. This would be its own separate podcast, just like <laughs> characters in a world, yeah. like some Welcome to Night Vale shit, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> Two different characters on the journey, yes. trying to find something, and, some kind of treasure. Yes. An overtly sexual cowboy, <laughs> an old man, you know. Hey, Mr. Jenkins, I like your pants today. <laughs> <laughs> nice and tight at the back. <laughs> Just the way I like it. Mm-mm. Just the way I like it. You wear them pants like I like my women. <laughs> tight around the butt and blue in the face. Blue in the face! Cause I killed him. Oh, oh, I knew it! <laughs> Margaret, you just killed him! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> None of this is making any sense to me or the listener, but I, I'm, I'm sure they're having a good time. Yeah. I hear them having a good time. Yep, so do I. We're, uh, we've got superpowers. We've got good headphones on, so we can hear a long way away. We can hear a long way away. We, we hear you giggling. Yeah, we, we hear, hear you giggling, you. girl. We hear you guys. We hear you giggling, girl. We can, we, can feel, we can feel you. We can, we we can, can feel, feel your giggles. We can feel us tickling. Them giggles all over. Tickling your ears. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, boy. Just, I just always default to a cowboy <laughs> accent. <laughs> I was trying to do like a black guy and just became a cowboy. Yeah, you can't M- Michael Jordan or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theory that I used to do. I used to do a pretty good black guy voice. This was back when I was in Boston and like hanging around a lot of black people. Yeah. Um, I just kind of picked up the cadences of how they spoke, but then Mm -hmm. I just I've lost it completely because you ain't ain't never gonna lose nothing. I haven't been around a black person in two years, Andrew. I don't (laughs) know. This is bad. We need. I don't know if you know how hard it is. I've I have been blackless for a very long time. That is not a good thing, man. Blackless matters, man. Yeah, man. And um. Yeah, I, I just I just lost the the ability to do the black guy voice. Like, yeah. okay, what, what would like my black friend say? Like, um, man, Nate, you crazy? 
you know, some shit like that. Yeah. You know, but that sounded a little bit too southern black. Yeah, man. that's like southern kind of yeah. guy from Alabama or something. That, that wasn't a very realistic, like city. You know, I think it's tough. Metropolitan to, black man. Yeah, that that's a really tough thing to do. I think they, I used to be able to do a, yeah. a pretty good one, man. Yeah. Man, well, you can find it. Man, man, what's for dinner? No, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I've, what's, I've for it. what's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? I'm hungry. What's for dinner? A little bit of food in my mouth, man. I'm so hungry. That's perfect. I need me some food. But man, for real, I haven't eaten all day. It sounds like you just... Got ran over by a car. Or I kind of just, I kind of just woke up. And, uh, oh, you just woke up. I had to do my things and kind of been busy all day. All I had was some coffee. Some coffee. That ain't gonna last you long. Yeah. You better have some more coffee. Yeah. It's in the breath. It's in the breath. You yeah, know, yeah, when, you, yeah. when you do the inhales, like, <laughs> yeah, some, that sounds like some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's all in the breath, guys. It's all in the breath. I guarantee you, at least like seven listeners just stopped there. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like, this is too much. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. It's gotten too strange. These guys are just going off tangent. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm getting very disturbed by what is going on right now. Because um, I know a lot of people listen to us when they're you know going to sleep. Yeah. You know, they put the podcast on, yeah. put it on a sleep timer so they can continue the day after. Um, and you know all those guys just tuned out right there <laughs> yeah. like nope this is too much for me yeah, I, just, I cannot do this well I mean goodbye to everyone who left and thank you for everyone who has stayed mm. all five of you you guys are hi there hi, hi you guys all, are awesome you're all our friends thanks for staying around thanks for staying around you guys make it so much better oh so much better I'm trying to do Jerry Seinfeld I can't do it <laughs> yeah. So much better. Hi. What's the thing about airplane food? <laughs> yeah. Um, Seinfeld. That was a good show, man. I never I never got to it. Oh, I, all I know is late Seinfeld. I don't know early Seinfeld. Because uh, yeah. I'm, I'm the kind of guy that like, I just watch the things that I watched at the time and I don't mm-hmm. really catch up. Mm-hmm. I'm slowly starting to catch up, you know. Mm-hmm. But shit like, you know, Armageddon? Yeah. I just never watched it until like fairly recently because oh, yeah. it came out when I was too young to give a shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And a lot of movies have passed me by like that. Yeah. You know, whereas I was too young to give a shit and I just haven't gotten around to it. Because there's so much good shit now. Yeah, exactly. I missed a lot of Tarantino films because of that. You know, I was too young to kind of understand what was going on. And then, but I watched them, I mean, like two, three years ago. And I I went, yeah. I went through a phase where I was like Tarantino. Because I remember um, when I came, when I was coming into movies, you know, Mm -hmm. like just because for when I was a kid, I I just watched cartoons. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm all about cartoons. I don't want to see real people. I don't want to see real people do real people things. I want yeah. to see drawings yeah. trying to do things that only drawings can do. <laughs> and if you're going to interrupt that shit, you know, with a shiny robot and a Austrian man. Yeah. Or a shiny no. Austrian robot. A, shi- a, shine, a shiny Austrian robot. A shiny robot. Australian robot. Austrian, Austrian. Austrian. This, this is Austrian. an Austrian accent. Right, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. Australian like nah. this. No. Nah. Nah, Australians talk like this and Austrians talk like the Austrians talk like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's yes, quite different. Like, I just didn't watch things with people in them because, yeah. you know, I was just so cartoony. Um, and I forgot what I was talking about. You're talking about cartoons. And yeah, yeah. So I miss yeah. movies like Armageddon, like yeah. Terminator, like Back, Terminator, to, like yeah, Back that, to the Future. Mm-hmm. Like right around the time I was growing up, the one that I first saw was Kill Bill. 
Oh, nice. Because that was around the time when I was just getting into movies. Yeah. But how old was I? I was 12, 13. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. still a bit early to really understand Kill Bill beyond what it just is. Yeah. Because you just don't know enough of the world. Yeah. There's so much tribute and homage going on in that movie mm. that, you know, to, if you once you understand that, you get this movie on a much deeper level. Mm. So I didn't really appreciate any of Tarantino's stuff until mm. recently. Like, very recently, I just mm. watched Kill Bill. And yeah. then I went through the whole thing, you know. Yeah. Even when Deep Cuts went Jackie Brown. Yeah. I went Reservoir. the Reservoir. Yeah. I went the... What was that movie? The Bellhop? Uh, Tim Roth plays a bellboy. Um, um, he directs one of the three segments in a movie. But yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. Uh, but even all that shit, man. Just, yeah. He's just a talented dude. But I miss so many movies because of yeah. that. Yeah. Of like just watching nothing but cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, the best one was Simpsons because... Yeah, for sure. I could watch a Simpsons episode countless... The older ones. Mm, newer ones, like, not yeah, so Yeah, newer much. ones, not so much. But, but the, the older episodes, yeah. I, as a kid, I could watch them... Especially when you're in the 12, 13, 14, and yeah. you're learning more about the world. Yeah. I could watch like one single episode seven to eight times yeah. and get something new out of it each time. Because mm-hmm. you, you're growing up, and then first you just find the slapstick funny. Yeah. Then you start finding the references funny. Then you start finding the irony funny. Mm-hmm. Then you start finding the very underhanded like kind of jokes that yeah, completely yeah. missed you as a kid funny. Yeah. It was so good on so many levels. Yeah, man. Man, Simpsons was a... It's great. I mean, I love The Simpsons. It's too, important and I for children. Like, yeah, I remember when it used to come on. It used to be like uh, six p.m. Six p.m. on Star, Star World. World. There Channel you go. eighteen. Yeah, Channel hey, eighteen and seven thirty was hit Seinfeld. It, hit it, hit it. Yeah, man. That's a that's a high <laughs> five if I ever had one. Yeah, man. Six o'clock, and then six I remember. O'clock. I remember like six o'clock would be roughly the time my parents would come back from work. Yeah, and they didn't like me watching Simpsons because oh, no Simpsons was rude. Yeah, <laughs> had, had fart humor and things <laughs> like that. And you should be doing homework. <laughs> that's how my parents talk, by the way. Nathan, you should be doing homework. <laughs> Don't stop watching The Simpsons. That's exactly how they sound. Yeah, it's uncanny. Like, I've grown to be able to do a great impression of my parents. <laughs> that was it, you know? I could do a Marge. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you kind of have a Marge voice. Right, it is like Marge Simpson. Yeah. Jesus, my voice no, is you, Marge. Yeah, you just gotta ah, pitch it up a little bit. There we go. Lisa, <laughs> stop that. Do that, do that the grumble. That's mm. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> uh, or Patty and Selma, <laughs> you know. But I wonder, like, wh- when is Simpsons gonna end? Because it yeah. has to end at some point. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. Like all those great ones. I mean, like Family Guy, American Dad, and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's there's so many seasons, right? It's it's kind of. I just wonder when it's gonna end. Yeah. Like, will they ever end? Because yeah. they can always just find replacement people. Yeah. Because the voices can be so easily replaced, mm. and they have been. I yeah. believe on Simpsons. Uh, who is it? it? Used to be voiced by someone, and now he's voiced by someone else completely. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never no, mind. It's I not Don. I, I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't think of it. But another reference I can think of is Elmo. Uh, Elmo yeah. used to be voiced yeah. by a black man. Mm-hmm. Then he went all rapey on a bunch of people. <laughs> and true story. And then yeah. allegedly. And then yeah. now it's voiced by some like white guy. Yeah. But yeah. Elmo used to be a large black man. Mm-hmm. A large. I remember that. Yeah, seeing the picture of, yeah. of him in a red sweater, like holding Elmo, Elmo, and just like a large black man <laughs> holding holding Elmo. Hand up her ass. Hand up right up. Is Elmo a girl or a guy? I don't know. It's, isn't, I think it's supposed to be ambiguous. It's supposed to teach children that you can be whatever you want. You can do whatever like you like. <laughs> I believe I, I can't do Elmo. What's Elmo's I voice? I can't. It's too high yeah. for What's me. Elmo's it's Elmo's voice. Mm. It's just like. La 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 la. La la yeah. la la. Elmo's world. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Oh, there it is. There I can do Oh my god, I can do an Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, clap your hands. Yay! Yay. 
Elmo, we love you. We're having fun. Elmo, you're my best friend. You're my best friend, too. <laughs> Whose hand is that but up your ass? <laughs> I like the way it feels. <laughs> oh, Elmo. <laughs> it tickles. <laughs> oh, my hemorrhoids. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Is there any Sesame Street people listening? You know, that's yeah. take that into consideration. Those are the deep cuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend to be able to do like nasally cartoon voices. So like yeah. Elmo's one, uh, Zoidberg. Do you ever watch Futurama? Yeah. Futurama, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Hello, I have friends. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, I am Doctor Zoidberg. <laughs> How are you doing today? That's great, man. Shake my claw. You know, <laughs> I can do like and like Stitch. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> okay, a bit of phlegm. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Fuck. Hello, everybody. A hammer means family, and family means nobody gets left behind. Gabal! <laughs> there you go. That's, That's great, yeah. yeah. And if you can do a stitch, I mean, that, that you can definitely do Gollum as well. Smeagol, right? Because I mean, they're, they're, they're the same kind of. I think I have noticed I this on the show. I think I might have noticed this on the show before, yeah. where like if you. So now, now, now I'm stitched. Well, it just takes a little bit to a little bit of size. I don't know. That is perfect. Um, I don't almost choked on my mucus. <laughs> I heard somebody the other day say muckus, and I thought she was talking about like sincerely. Yeah, like like um, uh, I was talking. <laughs> I I felt really bad because I was walking through the departmental store and then yeah. I walked past this um, essential oil rack and mm. I just I just wanted to look at it. I just wanted to just wanted, you know, to, just wanted to stare at the rack. Some, yeah, I just wanted to, you know just take a sniff off her rack. Exactly. That's all, that's all I wanted to do. Open up some bottles and then this old woman comes up to me and says, you know, she says like, uh, uh, do you want to know more about the oil? And I was like, ah, oh, stiff my back. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I just spent like 20 minutes listening to her talk about every single okay. essential oil. That's a commitment. Yeah. And uh-huh. she was talking about, I remember very clearly, she was talking about frankincense. Mm. And she said that frankincense, if you're sick, yeah. you breathe it in and it helps to clear your muckus. Okay. But she was an older lady. Yeah. Ah, that's fine. That's fine. Old but people was, get a pass yeah. for whatever. And it the was fuck cool. I, I, I was like, Marcus, why would you want to. Yeah. What did he do? <laughs> To your nose, why clear you Marcus. Clear Marcus out of here. Get him out of here. Get. I want to see him again. No, but if you're older, you get a pass. Yeah, I, I believe you get a pass because you have said more words than I will ever say in my yeah, head yet. Yeah, and that just so, automatically. Yeah, that gives you yeah. seniority. Also, your seniorness gives you seniority. <laughs> but go for it. You can pronounce. Yeah. You can even say. Just use all the racial slurs you want. Yeah. I th- I believe if you're over seventy. Yeah. Use all the racial slurs you want. Mm-hmm. You know who gives a shit like. Nothing you say has any true meaning. Shut up, Grandma. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Grandma. <laughs> she doesn't understand English, so this she'll oh, probably, okay. she'll probably never listen to this. That's good. But, you then, know. There you go. I, karmically, that was, that, was, that was not great for me. <laughs> Everything's going to come back around. Goes around, comes around, goes around, goes around. Dude, um, his new song. Whoa! I have not heard it. it I heard Gareth talk about it, dude. I I, shout out to Gareth by the way. Hi Gareth. Yo Gareth. Sup Gareth? Okay, so we're probably gonna break a couple of copyright laws, but I I just I just feel that it's an appropriate time. Okay. For us to just have a little sing song. Yeah, let's do a little sing song. Have have a little bit of a sing song and uh, yeah. And uh, I think sing songs are much more much more uh, enjoyable. Yeah. 
if it's it's if, a great. If, if, yeah. if, I find them more enjoyable when one of the party yeah. uh, doesn't know the song. Exactly. I, I find that much more <laughs> exciting because I've never heard the song. Yeah. I've never. It's a good time. It's a good time. It is, it's but a... I'm going to try and pretend as if I I've exactly. You got to try and sing along. Yeah, pretend like you know it. I will do that. Yes, it's in 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 the key of um. Well, we'll find out, won't we? It's in the key of love. It's in the key of love. Songs That's the most important. Songs key. in the key of love. Songs in the key of love. My, this my... one's can't stop the feeling. By Justin by Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. He's got great shirts. He's got good shirts. Right. Got a good hey, is that shirt, so funny? shirt person. Oh, yeah. it starts a little bit worryingly. Yeah. It, start, it starts a little bit like this is too pop for me, man. Uh-huh, and then yeah. give it a sec. Mm. Oh, I don't know any of the words. Doesn't matter though. There's like 15,000 hooks in this song. Yeah, man. If we were fish and this thing was a rod, we'd be dead. We'd be dead, man. We'd be dead by now. Oh my gosh, Anna Kendrick. Oh! That is Gwen Stefani. Dance, 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 dance. Oh my god, this one's so good. Dance, 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 dance. Oh, wow, Again, that is 15 hooks. Jesus. Oh, I fucked it up. Oh. I fucked it up, damn it. Damn it, Margaret. <laughs> Yeah, good fucking song. Like, do you, do you enjoy the pop once in a while? Once in a while, yeah. yeah. You enjoy the little pop. Yeah. See, I used to be so judgmental about people with music because yeah. I, I I saw myself as such like a oh I'm 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 a, I'm 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 like a musician. So yeah. I need to have I, like no, pretentious taste. I totally, get you. I totally And like get you, instead yeah. of talking about Taylor Swift or Rihanna, I have to talk about like their bassist and yeah. their and their mixing <laughs> uh, artists or the guy who produced fuck. one of their records. Yeah, man. Now it's just like, like a, you know I I've grown to the point where it's like fuck it, you like whatever the yeah, hell you like. Yeah, you know, yeah, music yeah. is something visceral. Yeah. It's internal, and you should never ever judge somebody for the music they yeah, like. For you sure, know, man. like if you like Katy Perry, go yeah. like Katy Perry. Yeah. She she's a hardworking human being yeah. doing what she can, and if yeah. you appreciate her work, you go appreciate her. Fucking Beyonce work. too, you know? man. You Beyonce can like whatever you want. Like I remember when, like I'm pretty sure we know like kid cousins or whatever or siblings even now yeah. when they're like. 14 or 12 and then they're like guys and oh you like One Direction ew you're yeah, so yeah, gay yeah. Oh, Justin Bieber Justin Bieber you're so gay I really like Justin Bieber's new Man, album dude I don't care yeah. you could have liked Justin Bieber in baby phase yeah. you could have liked Justin Bieber in boyfriend phase yeah. I don't give a shit yeah. you know like it's it's music mm. you know mm-hmm. if it makes your toes tap you have yep. all the right to love it exactly like this year amen this year. to that like this, this is shit. A, this like this is shit good. come on come on come on break it break it down break it down come on hey Damn. 
It's like the seventh hook. Yeah, man. I can't even tell where the verse is. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Just hook, it's one of those hook. songs. It's hook after hook. Yeah, man. It's a good time, Damn. man. Damn. That was great. Dance parties are the best. Yeah, man. Justin Timberlake never fails to yeah. amaze me, though. I mean, he's one right. of those artists that every everything he makes, I just go like, wow, that was nice. Like, you did that? Yeah. yeah. Like, that I'm was proud great. of you, Justin. <laughs> you did that shit. Man, you did that shit. I'm proud of you, Justin. Oh, I like that voice. Ju- hey, there I'm you go. I'm proud of you, Justin. You're doing some good shit out there, man. <laughs> there you go, oh. yeah. You got Michael Jordan back. You got Michael Jordan Michael back. Michael Jordan back in the house. Michael Jordan back in the house. Uh, <laughs> hello, everybody. My name is Michael Jordan. Um, I am not the basketball player, no. I am Michael Jordan uh, tax lawyer. He's Michael Jordan tax lawyer. Yes. Um, you know, you go to him when you want your balls to bounce. You go to me when your checks bounce. And um, it's it's one and the same, really, because I always make sure to do a slam dunk job. Ding, 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 ding. Hey. Contact Michael Jordan today for all your loyal law needs, your legal needs. This is the worst jingle ever. All right, then. There we go. Mm. That was the worst thing. That was our first advertisement. Yes. That was our first sponsor, Michael Jordan. Thank you, Michael. You're you're great. Thank you for your money. Mr. Um, Jordan. Yeah. Mr. Jordan. We need to start getting ads up in this podcast, man. People need to advertise (laughs) on this prime real estate. (laughs) Look at all this good stuff going on. Man, you see that empty plot outside? Yeah. Wow, I could really build a house here. Look at all this good stuff, man. Like, advertisers, you're missing out on some ace content. Yeah, okay. Our demography. (laughs) Why why aren't you jumping on this advertisers? (laughs) There's so much to love. Evian. Yeah. Un mineral naturel. Occasionally, yeah, Evian sponsored a thing. So I did a thing for Evian. That's why. Oh, right. Yeah, that's why I gave you Evian. I don't just have, I'm not one of those people with like, oh, Fiji or Evian, (laughs) sparkling or still. No, I'm not the guy. I don't do that. Um, But I happen to have a fucking case of Evian. That's brilliant. in, in In the house. Yeah. So now, just you know, whoever comes over, just fancy it up a little bit. Get some Evian. Yeah, would you like some? Would you like some Evian? You know, there's a guy in New York, I think, who is a water connoisseur. Yeah, yeah. Who's like, a, it's like a wine connoisseur, but with water. Mm. So he knows everything about like the mineral composition of different types of waters, and he offers that to people. What a sad man. I know. <laughs> why else? Why, why would you? Wait, dude, just I just realized. Water. Are you like? Get out. Fuck. I'm so sorry. What? You're sitting on like the wrong chair. I'm sitting on the wrong chair. Yes, you're a large human being. I need a. Oh right. You need a chair that can actually support you. Thank you. Because wait, hold on. I'm gonna. That thing's just making. I'm that's just creaking like this. crazy, man. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> and it's okay. also like half the size of your ass. It is. I was kind of like leaning off of. I'm it. sorry about that. Yeah, well, that's that should okay. that should be much more comfortable for you. Oh yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, that is better. Look at what your your butt's just forming My nicely. My butt is like ooh wee, ooh wee, ooh wee, na 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 na, ooh wee, Na 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 na
That was a, that bad, was, that was a bad song. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise musical interlude. Surprise musical interlude. Good Hang, episode 49, with Andrew Marcon. He is here to promote a new Pandemonium Theatre show, Falling, in theatres. I'm falling. Starting this weekend. I'm falling. From 13th of May for you. to 5th of June, I think. For more details, head to cystic.com. Cystic, cystic, go to cystic for more details, details. I think it's cystic.com.sg, but I'm not very sure. For more details, go to cystic. Just Google falling in cystic and you should find the correct link. You will find cystic falling, you will find. Don't miss this unforgettable experience. Unforgettable. That's what you are. Get your tickets to Falling Now. Starring Andrew Mark Ong, Adrian Pang, Neil Sui Lin, Tan King Hua. Tan King Hua, Adrian Pang. I forgot the other girl's name. Yes, starring also Fiona Sierra. Directed by Tracy Pine. I'm now being told that Fiona Sier is not in this play. She's not in this play. She's not in this play. She's not in this play. You do not have to watch it anymore. Don't get no tickets from Nucistic. This has been a message from Cystic.com. That's like that's like the radio advertisement <laughs> voice. You know? was, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the radio advertisement voice for yeah. like um, insurance companies <laughs> yeah. or cars. Yeah. Or like um, all those weird things that you would. Whenever know. it's a, whenever it's like a classier product, though, you yeah. say that guy with the voice and he speaks like this. Yeah. And like whenever it's like um like a local thing or like yeah. an event, they always use like that really abing singlish yeah. voice. This guy. And then like and they're then talking they talk about all kind of yeah. things. And then they're talking to each other and there's yeah. some kind of weird conversation. <laughs> yeah. And like it's always about like the girl having the upper hand on the guy. Yeah. Because in advertising, guys need to be stupid. It yep. can't be women because yeah. that's bad. And it always has to be a Chinese male because yeah. if you're of any other race, then that's not good either. Um, but <laughs> it's always it's not your demography. Yeah. Oh. But but every Jesus every Christ. other radio ad, it's just like a woman having the upper hand on a stupid Chinese dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, is it your anniversary, dear? I didn't know. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ding. <laughs> yeah. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> or, or some stuff like yeah. that, you know. It's always like some kind of weird yeah. stinted conversation <laughs> that like they oh, like, shoehorn and add I into. think I remember like a long time ago for yeah. the health promotion board was doing one about like breast checkups. Oh, and it goodness. was just these two women talking and she was like, Oh hey Daisy, you just go Maketa and then the other woman just goes, Yeah, hey, have you been for a breast checkup? <laughs> And hey. it was just really random and I thought, Hey Susan <laughs> Can I feel your breasts? <laughs> can you touch my breasts please? <laughs> but it was good in the way Because I mean It got me thinking about Like breast, breast checkups, checkups And know? I was like Okay I guess that works too Yeah You know <laughs> but, it's, but yeah But it's always a stinted conversation Where it's like They'll try to shoehorn and add Okay like now yeah. just, just talk to me about like Something that you might want You know what I really want 
What is it? Nathan, huh? I I I want I want an uh, uh, an air diffuser. If you want air diffuser, oh, I have the best one. You know where I got it from? Where did you get it from? From Best Denki. They have the best sales. Oh, and guess what? I heard this weekend Best Denki is going to have a sale on air purifiers. Wow! Fifty really? percent off all the top brands: Panasonic, Toshiba, Mitsubishi, Toyota. Can I pay these in installments? You can pay in 12 monthly installments of $6.30. Did you know that? <laughs> That's very cheap and affordable. I think I'll go there right now. Courts. <laughs> I think that's the wrong sign. Oh, best, King, that was King Coyle. <laughs> and that was Best Denki. What is Best Denki's theme song? Um, best Denki. Best Denki. Is that the one? Is that... I don't know. I truly don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is it Best Denki? What is Best Denki's theme song? What is song? Best Denki's theme song? Um, yeah. Be- yeah, but then the ads will always end in something stupid like, yeah, yeah. oh, you need an air purifier because you're so smelly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Best Denki! <laughs> or something like that. You know, yeah. I fucking hate radio ads. They're so <laughs> stupid. They're so stupid. Yeah, man, Like, just no get their DJ to say, Hey guys, check out the sale happening at Best Denki on twenty seventh <laughs> yeah. of May. It's great. Uh, you can get some stuff. Here's yeah. what you can get. You, yeah. you want Here an air purifier? Things. They have air purifiers. Exactly. Information. <laughs> I want information. I don't need it delivered to me in a comedic way <laughs> yeah. when I'm driving in traffic. <laughs> you know, it just makes me sad. Yeah. A sad situation, and it just makes me more upset. Yeah. Radio ads. Check your shit. Start check doing. Your start shit. doing live reads. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. And I'm also sure that these advertisements cost money. You know, mm-hmm. you have to you know book time in the in the video yeah. booth. Yeah, it's just you stupid. Know, they gotta be in a room like this where it's like absorbent walls and carpets. Yeah, it costs money. If anything, it'll save money to just have the DJ read out yeah. a fucking ad. Like, I mean, it hey, costs like guys, five cents to print a piece of paper. Yeah. Say, like, guys, it. buy this drink. All right, <laughs> uh, next up is Radiohead with um, yeah. Yeah, so, something like that. Radiohead, yeah, and their yeah. new album. They got a new single out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an interesting video. Yeah, I haven't checked it out yet. I was, I've been meaning to since I. It's left very chilling. Yeah. Yeah, in a cool. It's a, it's chilling in a cool way. I would I would say like their music always comes with it such imagery mm. and now that they've paired it up with something so striking in terms of the video yeah. um it's an animated like almost like almost like pingu did you ever watch pingu as a kid like mm. claymation half right. claymation yeah, half yeah, wood that, and shit yeah that, yeah, that yeah. yeah i believe it's like wooden sculptures being animated or something like that but the whole video is just kind of like unsettling mm. you know? and the song fits it very well wow yeah reader hitter i mean they've they recently went off the internet, right? They just it, it, it was to, pro- it was to, to promote. Yeah, this it was single. to promote the single. Yeah, I thought yeah. so because when they first did it, I was like, mm, yeah. "Why would you do that?" It was an effort, man. They deleted yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, they deleted everything except the accounts, so mm. you can still go to the accounts. Just yeah. it's completely empty, no history, mm. nothing. Um, but man, whenever I listen to music that is so conceptual and that kind of deep. Doesn't it kind of make you reevaluate like how you're making music yourself? Yeah, yeah. Like right now, I'm kind of like knee deep in this shit with mm-hmm. like producing the EP and everything. Mm. And like every other day, I'm just questioning like where am I in the creative process? Am mm. I just am I approaching this from too shallow of an angle? Like, do I need to think more about the art as opposed to think about the audience? Mm. You know, there's so many like conflicting things going on. Yeah, and like fuck, man. You just you, at some point, I think thinking about it will drive you insane. Mm. Best thing to do is just like do the best job you can at like that very moment mm. and just take it like step by step and see what happens. Well, how do you go about doing mm. that that song thing? I mean, I know, mean, did you think about do you think about 
what it might sound like and then write it or do you just sort of like sometimes okay like literally literally for this album i did a thing where it's like oh i don't have a song that feels like this i need Mm -hmm. a song that feels like this so i started Mm -hmm. listening to songs that sounded like that and i just started writing i wrote because i realized oh we need like a like a radio song Mm. and i know that's a shitty way to think about it but i mean the truth of it is that if you want your stuff to be heard you need to do a song that gets yourself out there first yeah um, and I realized I don't have a radio song shit. Like, there's a song about death. There's a song <laughs> about, like, fucking heartbreak. There's a song yeah. about, like, um, distrust. <laughs> and there's no happy radio song. <laughs> so um, I purposefully sat down and wrote, like, a radio song about the baby making. Mm. And, um, you know, part of me is proud that I could have done that. Mm-hmm. Another part of me is disgusted that I had to do it. And another part of me is just like, fuck it, man. It's a song that makes your toes tap, so yeah. it's okay to love it. Yeah. So. That's a very good, important. I think that's a very important philosophy to have. I'm just being torn you know? apart, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> Did you ever watch that movie? Yeah, you're tearing me apart. <laughs> and then he throws, t- he throws the TV off the. Oh, my God goodness hey guys um watching <laughs> assignment name? uh t- tommy wise tommy wise <laughs> guys um watching uh homework yeah check you out the to, room the check room. out the room by it tommy wise out not not to 2015's room starring um boy and older girl <laughs> fuck what is it? brie larson yes oh yeah yes not room but the room mm. by tommy wise out mm-hmm. just you need to just check give it, out. give it give it a gander, um, especially yeah. yeah, especially because in a couple of months I believe there's a movie coming out about the room. No way, starring James Franco and a bunch of other people, like proper stars. Like a, it's a proper movie, or a like proper a, movie, okay. like a documentary of sorts. But they're doing it in a very B way. Wow. Um, okay, so I believe James Franco plays Tommy Wiseau, and they've got like <laughs> wow. a pretty decent like um, like a A to B list cast. Yeah. I can't remember what the details are now. That's cool. But The Room was basically the worst movie ever made. Yeah, but it's so bad, it's funny. It's <laughs> it's kind of sad to watch sometimes because you understand yeah. so cl- especially as a performer, yeah. you understand so clearly the thought process Yeah. and what made them arrive at that decision. And mm-hmm. you just go like, no, mm-hmm. you know, you don't, don't do that. <laughs> Which like, is scary because like, I mean, I, I fear the day I ever make something like that. Yeah. You know, as an artist, it's always a big fear. Like, what You're if I create blind. something that is good to me, but looks like absolute shit to everyone else? Yeah, there you go. It's it's called um, the masterpiece. Wow! Actually, no, it has a bunch of different titles. It's either called the masterpiece or the disaster artist, <laughs> um, starring Zac Efron, Zoe Deutsch, Alison Brie, James Franco, Seth Rogen, Brian Cranston, wow. Josh Hutcherson, Brian Cranston, Sharon Stone, Kate wow. Upton. The wow. other Franco. It's a good cast. That is cool. Jared Apatow, Jason Matsukis, yeah. Zach Braff. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch that movie. That is cool, man. I know. I gotta check that out when it comes out. Damn. When is it coming out? Oh, I have no idea. Oh. Sometime this year. Sometime this year. Okay, Sometime we'll, yeah, this we'll keep year. a lookout for that. Yeah. But yeah, The Room, though. Very important movie to watch. <laughs> Every, everyone needs to watch that movie. If you haven't seen Civil Wars or Batman vs. Superman, just... Push that aside first. Push that aside. Watch the the room. The room. The room. The most important thing you have to do right now. Yeah. Go and watch it. Real talk though. Room starring Brie Larson. Yeah. Good fucking movie. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I have. I haven't even heard of. Um... It's a. I believe she won like best supporting actress or something like that. Okay. Or best. I don't know what she won, but it's 
It, it was a movie based on a book that came out uh, about five, six years ago. Okay. And I knew nothing about it walking in, mm-hmm. and it blew my dick off. Man, <laughs> this movie was so good. Like, the pacing, the mystery, the growth, mm-hmm. like, the journey that both characters go through, it's so... It's so... Um, what's the word? It lingers with you, man. Yeah. I've been thinking about that movie like every at least once a day now, just because yeah. it's so poignant. That's the word I was looking for. Poignant. Well, poignant yeah. Um, and the the kid in it, the kid. There's a kid actor. Mm-hmm. He. I don't know how he just didn't win every Oscar. He should have won every Oscar just for being in that movie. Yeah. Like best actor, supporting, sound design, <laughs> graphics, costume. Yeah. Just give them all. Just to give this, him everything. Yeah. Give them all to this boy <laughs> who has lived about seven years of life, but knows how to like reflect every emotion in the spectrum wow. it was insane it was crazy to watch you might actually want to check it out sooner than later it might yeah, be interesting definitely. character research for yeah, you yeah for sure that sounds interesting but the yeah, boy oh my god the boy in it like I, I believe he was eight or nine years old but mm. he was he blew it out of the park man wow yeah. room okay you gotta check that out mm. After that, watch the room. You know, just, yeah, uh, just, just just to just round to, it off. Just a to round bit. it off. Yeah, you have to watch that movie at least once a day. Mm-hmm. <sighs> There's actually like a like a cult thing going on. I mean, I, I have heard of these where they watch the movie and then they all just you know how you know how it goes. Yeah. Like they watch the they watch a bad movie. Yeah. And then they just like respond to everything. Like, I know the every time there's a spoon or something, uh-huh. like everyone in the yeah everyone drinks or like throws spoons at the at the. At the <laughs> this this actually happened with the movie Room. Uh, the uh, the, the room. movie the movie Room. Room. Okay. Yeah, because Room was screening late last year and early this year. Yeah. And you had these cults showing up at theaters being very misled. <laughs> They yeah, thought they were in for watching Tommy Wiseau's The oh, Room. Oh, no way. And they were like, oh, why is this major cinema playing The Room? Let's go. And wow. then it's Brie Larson and Kid Actor. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Um, how long have we been? Oh, we've been going one hour and ten. Wow. Yeah. How long is it normally? Oh, I don't know. We we <laughs> we tend to wrap it up around like 120. Okay, one, okay. 1.30. But there's no set rule, man. Yeah. The universe is ours. We the can universe do is, oh, the world to, is ours. I need to sneeze. Do it. Uh, I need to sneeze. Sneeze it. Watch out for the sneeze. <coughs> there you go. Oh, that was a good nice. One. That was a good one. Nothing came out though. That's that's a good sneeze though. That's a clean sneeze. It's very dry. <laughs> just kind of dust. Yeah. Sneeze and dust. Yeah, we 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 don't really have a time limit. I believe one of our longer episodes is like two hours and ten. No. Um, and I I think it was just John and I. Like we didn't even have a guest. <laughs> we just kind of kept talking. Um. But yeah, I miss him. Yeah, I miss. How him. long has he been away for? I know, I know he left uh, New York. Like, he's been away for I think two weeks. Oh man. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't miss him that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not I, that much. I, I can go without the guy. Yeah, I just, I just miss doing a broadcast with him. You know, yeah. it's it's a good experience. Yeah, but, man. Yeah. Shout out to John again. Shout miss out. you, John. Shout out. Do you listen to podcasts at all? What? Do you listen to podcasts at yeah, all? Yeah, I mean, I used to. I. I know it sounds really weird, but I used to listen to uh, Paranormal Radio. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's not that's good shit. Yeah, I mean, Taps, you know, uh, the Atlantic Paranormal Society. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. used to have a podcast every week. Is it still and, going? Um, no, I, I think they 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 stopped a while. Well, but that shit's timeless. You know, yeah, you go back it's to it, so you know. good. And like, because um, I used to be really into paranormal stuff yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. younger, and Ghost Hunters came on in Star Wars at 8 p.m., I remember. Ghost Hunters! Ghost Hunters! Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. So like, I, I checked it out. I was, you know, I went to their... Because they're called the Atlantic Paranormal Society. Yeah. And what they do on, on Ghost Hunters is... They're a team of skeptical people. Yeah. 
who go around with like video recording equipment, uh-huh. EMF detectors and stuff like that. And they just go to haunted places and try to find the ghost. Right. Which is terrifying because, uh, I mean, it's it's nice because a lot of the times they don't find anything. And they just, it's, it's spooky to watch them interact the environment because they'll tell you all the stories first. And then they'll go explore. Like they'll be like, "Oh, um, there's a story that in this room there's a little girl who bounces uh, on the bed." I don't like it. And then they will just specifically go there in the middle of the night and wait for the girl to come out, and they'll call out names and stuff. Oh. And most of the time, they don't find anything. Most they tend, the they tend to not. They're yeah. Like, then, but the music and the editing makes yeah, you believe exactly, they will. Exactly. Exactly. But they, they don't find stuff all the time, and yeah. even if they do, it's really small. But when they find something that they cannot explain, that's when it's like. You know, you just go like, wow, because they're such, you've seen how they're skeptical. You've seen how scientific and logical they can be. And when even they can't explain what they found or something, it's just like, you know, it gives you the chills. But it's not, that's, oh, that's not every episode. It happens like two or three times a season. I, I, I've seen a bunch. Yeah. I've seen a bunch, mostly on YouTube. Mm. But like, a part of me just doesn't want to chase that dragon. You know, yeah, I don't really yeah. want to find out what's at the end of that tunnel. Yeah. Because I... I'm open to the idea of ghosts. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they exist. Yeah. But a part of me also just wants to treat that like hunger in Africa. Yeah. You know, I know it's there. Yeah, you just don't really want Let's to. Let's just not look yeah. that way for a bit. Of course, I'm not advocating that hunger in Africa is not something you should look at. I'm just Definitely saying it's something that most out, people yeah. ignore. Yeah. And they, but it exists very clearly in the yeah. world, you know. Mm-hmm. But I choose, like, that is my version. Mm-hmm. With ghosts, I'm kind of just like, I just, I'm just not going to really go there. <laughs> you know, like a, yeah. a story or two every once in a while might, yeah. might tickle my fancy. Yeah, but it. It's scary. I mean, like, I, I get really affected by it, and I used to just love that feeling. I don't know why. I was a weird oh. kid growing up. But nowadays, it's not so much. Yeah, it's exciting, right? Because it's, it's like, something beyond us. Yeah. It's something beyond us. It's something that lives with us, but mm-hmm. we cannot begin to understand because we just don't have the tools of knowledge to. Yeah. Or, like, literal tools that they use on Ghost Hunters. Yeah. <laughs> like I always a, wanted an EMF detector just to go around, like, trying to find energy spikes and stuff. Have you ever had, like, a ghostly experience? Oh, yeah, I have. Let's do a ghost story. Can we do a ghost Okay, let's do a ghost Yeah, we can do a ghost story. Let's do a ghost story. Okay, so... Um, ghost story time. So, I was in BMT. Right. I was in Army, and uh, that's where most ghost yeah. stories come from, right? Everyone yeah. experiences something. They love 18-year-old boys. Yeah, yeah, so for some reason. So, um, so I was... Ghosts oh, come all over them. Yeah, that's why they're white. Like, you know when you're in <laughs> army and you feel like, oh, fuck, I walked into a spider web. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, not that, a spider web. no spider web. Man. That is ghost, ghost jism. Right there, in yes. your face. That is ghost jism. <laughs> that is a few billion uh, micro... Yeah. Organisms. Yeah, that's right. All up in your All face. All on your face, man. Anyway. That's continue. why you sneeze sometimes. That's why you sneeze sometimes. So... Just getting the ghost come out of there. <laughs> so I was in, um, I was in BMTC school four. No. Oh. Yeah. Um, it was somewhere deep inside. It's, that's yeah. That's on the lower half of the island. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it's all the way inside. And they used to tell me that oh, school four is the most haunted one. Fine. And I was like, oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that's great. And you know, I mean, first day in, in into BMT, everyone's all like, yeah, let's just do this. You know, yeah. let's tell ghost stories tonight. Yeah. And so that's what we did. Um, we told ghost stories, and it was, it was terrifying. I remember not being able to sleep the first night. 
Firstly, because I was in the army and it was my first day there. And also because we just told a bunch of fucking ghost stories and yeah. I was so terrified. <laughs> so, like, I couldn't sleep properly for the first few days. But anyway, this happened, I think, two weeks into BMT. Right. And the thing about army is you drink a lot of water. Yeah. So, in the middle of the night, you get up and you have to go and pee. But oh, I, no. I, yeah. So, I, I'm always terrified of, go, of, of going to pee my, on my own. So, I always wake up my buddy. Oh, for real? Yeah. I'll just, you because, bastard. Because he, he's, also, like, he's also, like, scared of stuff. He'll do the same. Yeah. And okay, he was like, fine, okay, fine. fine. If you wake me up, I'll go pee you sure so uh, i you know i had been doing that for two weeks okay. and every night you know literally every night and so like after two weeks i was like you know what i can go myself i'm a brave boy i can i can just do this right I'm a brave little boy i'm gonna be i'm gonna be brave i'm gonna put on my little slippers and i'm gonna go to the pp room so and, and the thing about my bunk is that um I'm at the end of the bunk. I'm at the yeah. end of the corridor. So that's where the toilet is. There's no staircase or anything. Like once it's my bunk, it's the toilet and that's it. So there's nothing else. And uh, there's a corridor, right? Outside yeah. the bunk with a window there. That's how you can see people. So I was, um, I was going to get up and go, but I was still contemplating. You know, I was kind of like that. Mm, should I go? I really need to pee, but I don't want to wake him up. And then I saw one of, um, one of my other friends or something just this guy walking past right shaved head whatever walked past the window and went to the toilet so i said oh okay that's one of my friends i'll just go and grab him and i'll, I'll find him inside uh -oh. so i put on my slippers i walk out to the toilet and then i go like hey man you need a pee too and then there was nothing oh jesus no one responded and i was like dude what's that? are you okay i thought he was like taking a dump or something so i open all the stalls no, and he's not me. inside there's no one inside the toilet fuck and the moment ass. i realized that i was alone i turned and i freaking ran back to my bed i didn't even pee <laughs> i just I probably did in my pants a bit but i ran straight back to my bed and i just ran <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i was but i was definitely i definitely saw someone walk past the window oh. to go towards the toilet because that's what that's what made me go okay yeah my oh, friend's there let's go to the toilet fuck everything <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know why I asked for a ghost story. I don't <laughs> like ghost stories. Oh, oh man. I, I've been fortunate enough to never have seen anything. Yeah? Like, even when I was filming, like, Half Worlds of HBO, right? Mm. It was a very demon-inspired show. Mm. And we filmed it in, like, the, sh the ass end of Batam. Oh, You know, man. where there was just nothing in darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought I was going to see something, you know? Yeah. I saw nothing. Oh, you know, so okay. I, like part of me just thinks it's like an inclination almost. It like, is, yeah. If you fear it, you yeah. will see it. And here's the thing. Like I remember when I was a child, I feared the living daylights out of Chucky. Oh, yeah. And I would He's end up terrible. seeing Chucky. Yeah. Like I would just see him in my head. You yeah. Know? I would just project an image of him mm -hmm. around the corner mm -hmm. and my young mind will believe he is there. Mm. And I will walk back very quickly. Because for some reason, Chucky was terrifying to he me. He was. Because he is terrifying. I, I, I think, was terrified of No, Chucky I mean, now, honest, honestly, now Chucky's funny. Really? But I think at I the time, terrified. I think it's yeah. hilarious now. But mm. I think at the time, he was so similar in height to me that, like, you know, he could just, he could look me in the eye as he stabbed my tits up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. about that was very scary to me. Yeah. And I think just dolls and puppets and mm -hmm. all that stuff coming alive yeah not not for that not about that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. don't care for that that much. terrified like stuff like that and demonic possession i can't do that oh demonic possession two. i'm interested in yeah i mean yeah. it's interesting because there's a whole debate about whether it's a psychological yeah. thing or it, whether it's, it's like that more so than any other kind of ghostly yeah. like you know yeah. a poltergeist or whatever that one fascinates me the most because mm -hmm. it's it has an anchor mm -hmm. i guess in yeah. humanity 
Like we have actual evidence mm-hmm. of these things happening. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like some blurry photo that could or could yeah. not be photoshopped. Yeah. It's not some hearsay. Yeah. It's not a blurry Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actual sound and audio and yeah. tapes of people just going ape shit. Yeah. Being demons? possessed by something. Demons or no demons. And something yeah. about that fascinates me. So like, I, oh, speaking of Adrian Pang, he's going to star in like a, a, an exorcist movie soon. Oh, no way. Did you not know this? I didn't know this. What, what Fuck, movie? you've been seeing him like every day for the last three weeks. <laughs> well, he doesn't talk about the, the other things that he does. Outside. Like every day he just comes in to like, hello, Andrew. <laughs> have you seen my movie? <laughs> do you know what I'm going to do next? Have, have you, do you know I'm doing a movie? My name is Adrian and this is how I talk. <laughs> Yes, um, he's starring in a movie. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm forgetting the name. It's like it's one of those like the Curse of Emily Rose or something, something <gasps> like that. Dude, um, Exorcism of Emily Rose freaked me the hell out when I was a kid. I couldn't sleep for at least two weeks oh, because of that damn movie. Yeah, like possession. It doesn't affect me so much. Yeah. Like I can deal with that. It's more so like, um, yeah, puppets and toys. Puppets and toys. Yeah. Like Dead Silence. Fuck that movie. Oh yeah. Fuck Holy that movie crap. so hard. Okay. That was terrifying. The faith, the faith of Anna Waters. The faith of Anna Waters. Yes, that's okay. what the movie is called. The faith of Anna Waters. And you know, Christians, this is not a movie where a girl's faith is tested. Uh huh. <laughs> um, so do not organize uh, small group meetings um, and Bible studies to go and watch this movie <laughs> together. Yeah, that would not be a great idea. Yes. Wow, this looks like a scary movie. It's like a legit Hollywood production. Uh, Kelvin Tong, some dude. Oh, um, oh wow, that's Adrian right there. Yeah, he cool. plays he plays a priest. <laughs> he plays a priest. Wow, and that's the people in it. Yeah. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. It'll be it'll be. Sur- I, I want to. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. I love. It's, it's I be love out, yeah. schlocky horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like. Horror movies, by definition, cannot be that good yeah. because of what they set out to do. Yeah. Very rarely does a horror movie ever just make me go, like, that was a cinematic experience. Yeah. You know, it's usually like, that scared me a bunch of times yeah. and now I feel like eating chips. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like, they're yeah. very... Because jump scares, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I don't really like jump scares. because They're it's cheap. Like, it's cheap, right? Yeah, like, they're it, cheap. It's, it's just uh, some guy of a sound knob going like, "Oh, look what I can do!" <laughs> <laughs> max volume. <laughs> oh, max volume. Make it peak. Darkness. I'm so good at what I do. <laughs> no, it's it's stupid. It's cheap. You know, yeah, like I can do a jump. Like jump scare can happen. Bah! There we yeah. go. I just jump scare. <laughs> exactly. Listener. I mean, jump scare. Mind, could, you know, exactly. Yeah, jump scare can happen <laughs> anytime. Um, but it's like true art. That, like it, it shows very little in horror movies but every once in a while something just comes up to me and a lot of people will fight me on this because Mm. they don't feel the same but I think Cabin in the Woods is like the best fucking horror movie just because it's such a non-horror movie Mm. like it breaks down the genre it questions the genre and then it throws everything the genre has (laughs) at you Yeah, it's fucking beautiful Cabin in the Woods guys if you haven't seen it starring an early Chris Hemsworth yeah go check it out I remember watching that when I was younger and I think that was one of the first movies that ever got me thinking about movies, yeah. you know, because it's, it was so unexpected what happened, you know, the whole story yeah. and everything. So you go, I remember just Ooh. being in the theater, not knowing what I was watching. Mm. I truly didn't know. I think I was with a girl at the time and I just thought like, Ooh, some, some shoulder time, you movie know? time, some shoulder time. Um, Making love in the theater. <laughs> exactly. The, exactly. Like, the, the the hole in the popcorn gag and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. I don't want a oh, buttery dick. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, 
I just remember sitting there at, at the end and just going like, what the fuck <laughs> am I watching? It's changing my life. You know, because it was like, I didn't know you could do this. Yeah. In right, a theater. Right. This feels like a conceptual YouTube video, but no, someone put a budget into this. Someone chose to make this thing a feature length movie. Yeah. And it is blowing my tits off, man. It was mm-hmm. so good. <laughs> I'm going to rewatch that movie in the near future. I've seen it at least four times now. Yeah? Yeah, I love I love rewatching movies. Yeah. I think that might be a bit of the I autism. love rewatching Disney movies. That might be a little bit of the autism in us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There a slight little pepper of autism in all mm-hmm. of us. Like I love rewatching old movies. Like mm-hmm. you know sometimes yes, I could go like, "Oh yeah, I should finally watch Schindler's List." Yeah. But <laughs> I can also watch Small Soldiers <laughs> yeah. for the 17th Small time. Small Soldiers, my god, that was that was yeah. a good And show. I and I make that decision almost on a daily basis yeah, you know yeah. and sometimes it's just like it's, the familiarity is nice exactly you know what's right? gonna happen yeah. it just it's it feels like coming home mm-hmm. and you're just like looking at the little bits of furniture that you're used to seeing like oh yeah, yeah octacon does that, that thing and whatever the the <laughs> nub nubs and jub jubs they die yeah. <laughs> and whatever you know exactly like i've i've seen the movie love actually it's a shit movie I <laughs> but i mean I've, i love it for some reason and i've seen it at least 40 times Ever since I was, um, I remember. Is it like the yearly Christmas movie? It is my yearly Christmas movie, and I watch it every year alone. I mean, until recently, but before that, I was just watching it alone all the time. Yeah. And I mean, the story just because there's so many stories that go on in love. Actually, that so many of them just kept resonating with me. Yeah. And every time I watch it, I focus on a different story. Hey, man, that makes it a good movie. Yeah. That makes it. I mean, it might not make it high art. Yeah. Doesn't make it a crap movie. Makes it a good movie because I think a good movie is one that accomplishes what it sets out to do Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes i don't think critics understand that yeah like they'll go and watch like the hangover part two Mm. and they'll start dissecting it for everything it isn't trying to be yeah if it's a comedy and it makes you laugh more than five times it's a pretty good comedy yeah if it's a horror and like you peed yourself a little it's probably a decent horror (laughs) like you know like don't judge movies based on whether or not you enjoyed it artistically yeah or whether or not it spoke to your heart exactly because it doesn't aim to be about it sometimes it it doesn't yeah sometimes it doesn't most times it does sometimes it doesn't Yeah. yeah um what were we talking about? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember what the... Weird... Ghosts, uh, movies, comedies, make Comedy. you laugh. Uh, um, exorcism. Anna Waters. Adrian. Adrian. Uh, that I can't have been what now. We, nah, I lost it. We just went so far away from it. <laughs> I don't even know what was the first thing we were talking about that led to this. I don't. That's what happens, man. This is <laughs> This podcast is tangent land yeah this room may only have six surfaces but the tangents are just tangents off are the crazy. chain <laughs> it's more than six because they're reflecting and bouncing off the room that, you right know, that's in right different ways math yes they're math reflecting and, and bouncing off the room and they're dissipating mm-hmm. in the tangent to just going insane Numbers. and insane john and i actually play this game called the tangent game okay where uh we both say a word mm-hmm simultaneously okay completely random words okay and we basically start a conversation and try to naturally flow into one word to the other okay you want to try that okay yeah let's do it game time game Game time time. all right okay uh i'm gonna suck so badly random word ready okay and then we we play scissors paper stone to decide which word we start with okay one two three submarine falafel falafel and submarine okay ready 
Scissors, paper, stone. Scissors, paper, stone. Scissors, paper, stone. We're thinking to a light. Scissors, stone. Scissors, Come paper, on. stone. Yeah. All right, finally one. Okay, right. so we got to get from falafel. Falafel. To submarine. Okay. Okie dokie. Um, so falafels, I will be the first to admit, I have not actually had one. I've eaten at shawarma places. I've eaten at kebab places. Yeah. And they always have falafel. And are they like balls of things? Well, I mean, they're essentially just deep fried chickpeas and and they come in ball form yeah they come in ball form they're I've, quite delicious some of them are delicious some of them are a little bit dry I've never had one I yeah. always see falafel on the menu and you hear it so much just in like culture mm-hmm. like, oh that falafel place was great yeah but I just never set out to try one I yeah. think it's because like we don't have a lot of that in Singapore right? even I when I was I, in I US yeah. even when I was in US yeah. I had so many opportunities to, to try falafel mm-hmm. Always went for the, like the chicken and beef on rice, <laughs> or I went for like the the, the chicken shawarma. Yeah, I went chicken safe, shawarma. man. I went yeah. safe. I didn't. I didn't try to go beyond my boundaries. Yeah, there. I the first time I ever had falafel was in Egypt, and uh, that was that was crazy because Egypt is like you know I mean if anything the place it's the, the place to get yeah. falafel, and uh, the first time I ever had falafel was on this um like this massive golden bowl and just a bunch of different falafels and a golden bowl a golden bowl i heard a bowl i was like oh, you were uh, on a golden bowl actually you know falafel. you know how our meats got served our meats got served on a golden bowl oh for real <laughs> legit i remember like looking at it going what like a golden this? bowl tray yeah like a, no it was like, it was still cooking so it was like a hot plate golden bowl fun and then they, they placed it in front of us and there was all kinds of meats on it they were right. they were explaining that oh this is ostrich this is um that bird you know, <laughs> and, and they're just pointing to like random animals that are like flying pointing at it. their kids uh, <laughs> so uh that one this has is, no uh, leg because yeah. that is right there and my dog uh, fuck him you know he's, he's, his, his ears he's, are yeah he, we fried his ears yeah you know like it was just explaining to us all the different kinds of meats yeah. so you know it was it was fun to submerge yourself in that kind of Culture. Man, so. I have never been to Egypt. Yeah, I've, I, I, gen- I don't, I haven't gone like traveling off to places that just like by myself, you know, mm-hmm. like to just like exotic places like Egypt mm. or like oh Argentina or Brazil or India or yeah. um, wherever. Like, I don't know why, but part of me is like I need to earn that first. Yeah, f- but another part of me is also like do it now when you're young and free, you know, and have the time. Yeah, young and wild and free. <sighs> Mm-hmm. young and dumb and full of cum but it's like the kind of thing where it's like I just don't have a good enough excuse you yeah. know I find that tra- I, traveling to me is like a luxury right and mm-hmm. I kind of grew up with the idea of like you always have just like one holiday a year kind of thing almost mm-hmm. maybe two of you pushing it one mm-hmm. of friends one of family yeah. but man I really want to just like go to Europe yeah. Yeah, go to should. Europe and do the do mm-hmm. go to Europe go to fucking like Scotland or something yeah. go to Vietnam, I don't know, somewhere. Scotland's great. Experience a world that is completely unfamiliar by myself. It's been a yeah. while since I've done that. You know, tr- try whatever. Like, fucking go rock climbing by myself. Yeah. Or, like, dive in the seas. Deep of- sea diving. Oh, yeah. I can't you know? dive, though. Oh. Then we're going to have to take another transport on the way down. I don't have a license for diving. Oh. Uh. But like yeah, I guess if if like say like a, a, a submarine or one of those like yeah. um, you know what do you call those uh, the suits the um, scuba no the, it's it's the thing with yeah the, the bowl and the, the fish bowl right? under head yeah, yeah, yeah. the fish bowl under head but do they still have those I believe they do do you need a license to use that I, I don't know I mean it, it's essentially just a suit it's just a suit right? and they it's, pump it's air a into car, it yeah if like, anything the guy pumping the air needs the license yeah the guy like up there under the submarine pumping the, the, the air there's a string I'm, I'm just a tube yeah right? that leads yeah. up that's where the air comes from yeah. Mm. High five. 
We did it. Yeah. Nice. I knew you were trying to do something with Submerge earlier, <laughs> yeah. but I was like, no, too soon, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Too soon. That's yeah. not how you play the game. It's got to be natural. Yeah. It's got to be a smooth transition. Flowing it naturally. Flowing it naturally, like Evian. <laughs> like Evian. Il Mineral Naturel for the fourth time. Um, born in the heart. In case you're just joining us, welcome Evian. to Evian. Il Naturel. Born in the heart of the French Alps, Evian water springs from the source of Evian Le Bain and is delivered to you pure as nature intended. Ah. See, I don't truly believe that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Evian is a pretty widely sourced out product. Yeah. It's available in every part of the world. Yeah. You can get it in a 7-Eleven in Taiwan, mm-hmm. or you can get it from like a mama shop in Vietnam. Yeah. Evian is a pretty like widespread product. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that every single drop of that shit came from a mountain. Yeah. Because if that were true, that mountain would have just become like nothing. Yeah, it'd be dry as a mother. Like, how is it possible that yeah. all this Evian is coming from this one pictured mountain? <laughs> Like it's what the three of them. So is this is this global warming? Are we causing global oh warming God. by drinking Evian? Are they melting the ice mountains and putting them they, in our bottles? I wouldn't be surprised if something. I mean, not Evian. I'm not saying Evian does that, but you know, if if somewhere in the future, like someone does that, no, like they just melt all the ice, just in melt the, world the mountain, and yeah, like, and like monopolize fresh mineral water, yeah, and then everyone would be underwater because the whole all the ice would have melted. Mm. And we don't have to travel using submarines. 3,000. Not much has changed, but we live underwater. And your great, great, great granddaughter. She's pretty fine. Pretty yeah, she's pretty fine. fine. Okay, man. Yeah. It's been a good episode. I want to wrap yeah. this episode up by trying something in, uh, different. All right. Um, let's call this segment Words of Wisdom. Words of Wisdom. All right, because I think it's uh, it's important to have... Mother Mary comes to me. Yes. You yeah. are Mother Mary in this situation. Yes! Um, it's my dream come true. That's your Mother Mary voice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is it. So, uh, yeah. you know, we, we, have, we get some interesting people on the show, and sometimes we talk too much bullshit. We don't talk enough about meaning. So <laughs> I want to just... Get into some little nuggets of wisdom. Okay. Don't want to dig too deep. Just want okay. to make sure the first thought that comes into your head. Okay. So pick a number from one to six. Okay. I've put, I've assigned a term to each of these numbers. Okay. So okay. Pick a number from one to six. I'm going to go with three. Words of wisdom about music. Music should come from the soul. It's an expression of what you really feel. And as long as it feels good, it feels right to you then nothing else in the world should matter. As long as you love it, man. As long as you love it. Motherfucker. As long as you love me. <laughs> All right. See, I sang a Justin... I mean, if you know me, you know that, you know, I used to say that, oh, Justin Bieber... Oh, uh, he sucks. He sucks. So, I mean, sing, me singing that Justin Bieber song is a yeah. big indication... Music's music. It's music is music. You know, like whatever. It doesn't matter. If it speaks to you, it speaks to you. It yep. doesn't. If it doesn't speak to you, don't hate it. It yeah. speaks just as powerfully to someone else. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Yeah, mm-hmm. damn man. All right, one more number. Okay, um, five. Five words of wisdom on relationships. <laughs> Ooh. You've been with your girlfriend for how long? Now? Um, close to two years now. There we go. We've been, we've been together for close to two years, That's and how you do uh, it. I think the most important thing about relationships is finding someone who can tolerate your shit. And who will still love you for it? Yeah, I honestly feel it's a bit like finding an a, like like a parent almost. Yeah, because you there both, is something slightly right, eatable it's, about it. Freudian, you know, little Freudian thing there, but yeah. it's true that you do kind of go after 
someone who reminds you of your parents because yeah. at the end of the day it's the comfort they bring and it's yeah. the comfort that you can bring them mm. so yeah it's about finding someone who you can really connect with and it doesn't necessarily have to be a constant show of affection you know yeah, that's right. I don't think that's, well, that's not what relationships are about it's not about you know ooh honey how are you doing ooh hey baby are you okay that kind of thing it's not like that I mean yeah. the most important thing is to just have that connection and to be able to live with each other and yourself that's tight yeah man alright and finally uh, one last number okay. you have used up three and five okay I'm gonna go with uh, number seven there is no seven. Oh, right. It's one to six. Is six. <laughs> I can write a seven right now. I mean. <laughs> well, that's throwing you off. Number seven. No, okay. Let's, let's go for number, uh, number one. All right. Words of wisdom on acting. Words of wisdom on acting. Okay. Acting is... Fuck. <laughs> Damn it, Evian. <laughs> that was staged. <laughs> um, acting to me is just such a great I think it's more for the actor than for the audience actually I mean I don't know I've always felt like acting was a it's a great way to release whatever emotions that you have inside and a great way of understanding how different minds think yeah. right because when you slip into a character you, when you become someone else you do kind of you know, try to understand what they're, what they're doing and why they're thinking this way and yeah. everything so that's what acting is and I think it's it's also it's just about storytelling you know, all, all good plays have a good story to tell. And everyone wants to listen to a good story. Mm -hmm. So. Acting changes lives, man. It does. Both the actors, Both the and, actors and the, the audience. audience. Yeah, for sure. Because they, they, they reflect our emotions. Mm -hmm. They reflect the best and the worst of humanity. Mm -hmm. And for us to see that depicted on screen, yeah. pushed to the extremes that they're pushed to, yeah. see it on stage, pushed to the extremes that they're pushed to, it's like almost like living vicariously. Like we don't yeah. have to go through that yeah. kind of pain. Exactly. But we can relate so strongly to it and it mm. changes and shapes lives, man. Like good performances and like good acting can change your life. Mm -hmm. Both yours and the mm -hmm. people watching. Exactly. Man. Like I feel like this this whole time for falling, it's really changed me as a as a person and how yeah. I look at life and everything. It's, it's I really feel the difference. Just wait till the end of the run, man. Yeah, I You're know. You're gonna be like a newborn baby. I know. Yeah, I, I, I think that's definitely what's gonna happen because it's such a emotionally in heavy play, and it's got so many wonderful things to say about it. And I remember the most distinct thing for me in my head when I first read the script, yeah. and Deanna Jen had a like a forward thing, like a letter to anyone who was doing the show. Yeah. And at the end of the note, she wrote. Um, as a note to the director of this play, she said, go for the difficult thing. Mm. Make everyone in this play right. You know, in, in the mm. sense that everyone's point of view is correct. Yeah. You know, like no that's one's in the wrong. One. Yeah, no that's one's in the wrong. One. If you think about it. That's life. It, yeah, that is life, right? That's everyone life. does There's no good something. guys. There's no bad guys. Yeah, everyone just does things and it doesn't necessarily have to mean that they're bad yeah. or wrong. That there's no, you don't need to bring in a moral compass for that. It's Malice just... is for the cartoons. Yeah. Like vitriol is for the cartoons In mm -hmm. real life. What people do, whether or not they contradict another one's agenda yeah. is what they believe is the true and right thing to do. Exactly. They do so with conviction. That's why sometimes they might not realize that they're wrong in the yeah. larger scheme of things. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, they're in the complete belief mm -hmm. that they're justified. Exactly. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. There are no bad men. There's no. There's no evil make person. Make everyone right. Yeah. Mother make everyone right. Tell, tell that to Channel Five. <laughs> Their archetypes are insane. They're infallible. Yeah, man. 
Uh, There's something about a like a fallible protagonist that just makes a good story. Mm -hmm. You know, someone that you can relate to, someone that you can go like, I see my flaws in that human being. Yeah, and seeing him being pushed by this plot the way he is, Mm -hmm. it it, you know changes lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, For sure, that's deep. That's a deep. That's a deep end. That's a deep end. Yeah, man. We've gone into submarine. We've gone into submarine. The good hang submarine. You're now in the deep end. This is not for the kids, guys. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's not if you're still sticking around, you're clearly an adult. <laughs> Hello to all the adults. In the submarine of life. Submarine of life. Andrew Markong. We all live in a yellow submarine. <laughs> Andrew Markong, thank you very yeah. much for coming on the show. Thank you, man, for having guys, me. Guys, check out Falling. Tickets are available. Um, I, I hope they sell yeah, out pretty quickly. But it's please, pretty. Do. I mean, it's pretty booked up. But you can you can definitely get stuff. You can definitely get stuff, but do not expect to get stuff after this weekend. Yeah. Because once the review comes out, <laughs> game over, man. <laughs> game over, man. You never know. What if it's like a shit review and then like nobody wants to see the show and then we just like we kind of die. That's not gonna happen We're i'm gonna, gonna trust that if yeah. you put good people in front and behind the stage yeah. magic will happen i think so too yeah uh so yes check out the show tickets on cystic andrew yep. markong just find him on things i guess yeah What's well your... it's andrew marco on on, 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 ah. on the on the it's a weird story behind what's the instagram andrew, uh, andrew marco music andrew marco music yeah andrew marco music see yes. music is my life and it's in my name yeah one word andrew marco music andrew marco music yeah but it's a weird story behind his name because when I first did my, um, my well, very first Andrew Marco, yeah, yeah the, okay. the story behind Andrew Marco is that uh, when I first, when I did my first theater production outside of school, I actually uh-huh. put my name as Andrew Mark Ong, yeah. But the way the program booklet closed, it cut off the <laughs> ng, so it became Andrew Marco. And then after that, all the reviews for that show called me Andrew Marco, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, that's, that's it's nice. That's a hook. Like Andrew Mark and then O or Andrew Marco. Andrew Marco, like one. Like one thing, like Marco, M A R K O, yeah, that kind of thing. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I just kind of went with that, and ever since then, it's just been like a, a name. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's what's Jennifer Lopez's ex husband's name again? Jennifer Lopez, uh, Mark Anthony. There we go. Sorry, wrong wrong thought. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but good fool. Yeah, <laughs> wrong thought, but good fool. Um, but yeah, man, uh, check him out on Instagram on all the things. Watch the show. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be there. It will change your life. Yeah. Because it's acting, man. It's acting. All right, man. So we we end up every show with the guest telling uh, the audience, really. Thanks for the hang. So in your own way. Thanks for the hang. (laughs) Thanks for the hang. I just hope that was the same key as the outro music. <laughs> I doubt it was. Doubt. Man. I like the way you're mashing them potatoes, boy. I can't understand it. It doesn't seem right to me. 